Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, world, and welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. You may know me as the resident astrologer of Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This week, we have lots of astrological magic, the hottest celebrity stories in Hollywood, and a fantastic celebrity guest with us here today. This week, I have asked, the lovely and charming Lindsay McKeon to be my guest co-host. Lindsay is known for her incredible work as a Hollywood television star and producer. We are recording from my home in the Hollywood Hills. Lindsay, take it away. (laughs) Kyle, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. And can I just say you have the best voice? (laughs) How well does he do that, guys? (laughs) Um. So, yeah, I'm here helping today, and I'm going to be dishing on some of the hottest Hollywood gossip stories going out there. Um, And we do have a wonderful celebrity guest with us here today, Craig J. Snyder. Craig is a composer, a producer, a remixer, songwriter, label owner, multi-instrumentalist. He's pretty much done everything in the music world that you can do. Um, And he's best known for his success as a producer he has worked with um, some of the hottest people. One that I really love, it's like throwing it back, which is Saito. He just did a new single called Give You Up. I had a lot of like dramatic days to Saito. Yeah, I love Saito, yeah. <laughs> a lot of sad stuff. Um, he also remixed you 2 Summer of Love. He's worked with Katy Perry, uh, Madonna, everybody. Um, and he's uh, also done some amazing shows and composed for TV, um, American Greed, The Voice, um, Secretary, MTV's The Real World, and my other favorite, Sex in the City. So let's give it up. Hello, Craig. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. I absolutely love you. I have uh, been working with you for quite a while now, and it's great to actually have you as a guest with us today and then also dive into your stars. Oh, yes, indeed. We know the we know the mayhem and the mirth involved with the Kyle Thomas plan. Totally, totally. So how are things in Chicago? Tell us a little bit what's going on in your life right now and yeah, let's just kind of hear more about you and then inform our audience as well. Uh well, um writing more music for television that that was occurring today. Um, very strangely, I am doing modern holiday arrangements for the Hallmark Channel uh, over the last couple of days with my with my gaggle of fabulous and fierce indie vocalists um, that I'm trying to get more exposure. So that has been really fun. Working on uh, one of my new projects is called Soul Tricks that I hope to come out. Um, Fellow Soho member Jay Fank is a fabulous singer-songwriter, and we're doing a really cool future soul project. So I'm really excited about that. 
Uh, my film comes out October 4th. If you all like rom-coms, um, it's starting to stream on Amazon on the 4th after a theater run. Uh, I had the privilege of music supervising and composing for that. That was really awesome. Great first-time director, Nancy Goodman. She wrote it. She directed it. Um, she got knows. it together on a, on a small budget. Really fabulous. Um, it's the twist with that movie actually is, which is really cool, is she addresses feelings and eating along the lines of eating disorders in the way it relates to relationships. And although that sounds a little like, what? Um, she does it with love and humor, and it's really beautiful. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a fun watch if you like rom-coms. And I had never really worked on one before, so for me it was like, like my, my maiden voyage. And because uh, and in the past I've done more either drama stuff or documentary stuff. Um, so that's been really fun as well to see that uh, come into the world. So, again, October 4th on Amazon. The movie is called Surprise Me. How's that? How did I do? Lindsay, how do you feel about rom com? Do you do much of that anymore? Um, I don't think I, I don't. I have never really done much of that. Um, my husband loves them. Oh, really? Absolutely. Well, he's a Libra. So. I'm all about like sci-fi. Send me to the future. Just Same, yeah. Something dark and dramatic. Love. That's just like my jam. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I but love sci-fi. Do you? Cool. Oh, oh I am a huge. Um, have you ever read the Asimov trilogies or no. any of Larry Niven? I mean, have you ever read any of that stuff, like some of the earlier stuff? If you haven't, I highly recommend it because it's where a lot of the stuff we're watching now comes from. Oh, awesome. No, I haven't. Can you talk about any of the sci-fi stuff you have going on at all? Or? Um, one is a sci-fi film, sci-fi action, adventure, um, actually thriller, not adventure, sorry. Um, and we have a director attached to all of our producers and stuff like that, and we're just going out to lead actors now. It's going to be a pretty big deal and big budget. So I'm filming so overseas. friggin' excited about it. You can't even... Um, it's along the lines of a minority report type of feel. Okay, okay. Um, and it's a project that I've been passionate about for many years. Um, and so, yeah, just send out all the good astrological vibes for me and locking in our I'm, I'm our putting out after. the astrological vibes, and I'm making an unabashed pitch to be involved. Hell yeah. Well, it, it's funny, Craig, because, I mean, like, I, like, I would love to audition to compose yep. or contribute uh, if, if interested, because I that is the next on my bucket list, and I've done a ton of like you know dark drama cues and 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 dubby remixes and stuff that I think would be fierce for that awesome. genre. And I love sci-fi, and I love that whole vibe. So oh, not that cool. we should be talking work on the phone, but I would love <laughs> exactly. to be in. Yes, I love that we're making this connection. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and cool, as cool. Kyle will attest, I am so much fun. I am so not drama. And I can show up with a laptop anywhere and just rock it on a set or on a production room. And and I can can write. In fact, that's what I did with this movie, Lindsay. I just sat with the director while she was, like, in the cutting room, and I scored the film with her right next to me. I love that. I absolutely love that. And you're I love getting the feedback right away of the people that I'm working with. So just, hey, just saying, hey. just saying. 
love right, love to work it. with you if it works we'll out. We'll talk after, honey. <laughs> All right, baby. Great, great. All right. Well, we'll keep the good ship mind. lollipop rolling here. So what are we talking about? <laughs> Well, we're going to Is that enough of me? Did you work. get enough of me? <laughs> well, the, we, you know, obviously we want you to chime in about all of these hot celebrity stories. But before we even get into that, we're going to talk about the astrological forecast so you can actually be kind of timing your, your actions. And that's one of the things that sometimes, you know, like, you know, Lindsay will reach out and be like, Kyle, what the F is going on? Like, <laughs> what energy is going on? Or even you will be, you know. And, and, and I love to be able to look into the stars because we can plan certain things when there's a great alignment or if there's something that's a little bit more difficult, we can actually kind of like run for cover and then huh. spend, you know, that energy in a, in a more, yeah, in a, in a more conducive way. Mm-hmm. So let's start off today with on the third of this week of October, uh, our planet of the mind, Mercury will move into Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when, when Mercury is in Scorpio, our thoughts and communications are more probing and intense. While Mercury in Libra, where it is currently, is urging us to find balance uh, and to arrive at fair solutions. Mercury in Scorpio instinctively knows that life simply isn't fair. Mercury in Scorpio seeks truth in all that is hidden and undercover. We tend to probe, observe, and focus our thoughts under this influence. So that's really, really important. So, you know, we're going to be feeling sharp, profound, and analytical. My favorite. Right? You know, like, hey. And, and Finally. All, all the fairness is gone. Get it away. You're right. It's also, we may have an, uh, a feeling of obsession in our thoughts. So. You're <laughs> getting all that darkness in there. Uh, so that's, you know, that we've got that going. Uh, and also on the fourth, we have Mars, our planet of drive and passion. Now that is moving into Libra. So until November 16th, we will tend to use our charm as a means to an end under this influence as well as, you know, looking at different sides of, of an issue. So we can kind of be a little bit indecisive, and we don't necessarily want to be as much of a bad guy. We, being towards the end of the year, we'll not give a fuck as much. But, uh, yeah, you know, so there's that. Uh, you know, so use this energy to, you know, really kind of look at, you know, fairness and, and, and quality in our lives, in our relationships, certainly. But we may be a little bit passive-aggressive, which can be something that I know Lindsay will make make you want to be stabbed then, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so there's that. I mean, you know, we're a little fiery up in here. Uh, so then also the last thing that I have for our forecast this coming week is that on the 7th we have a really, really rough day. So um, there's going to be two things that are kind of causing this. It's going to be a lot of very frustrating. Our minds are going to be feeling very activated but also tense and a bit scattered, and so this can cause unexpected, unexpected happenings to occur. Anxiety is likely to be there. To prag, make sure that you're not being, you know, a little bit too, uh, you know, anxious. You may want to go for that run or for that bike ride or lifting, whatever's going to kind of ease your tension okay, there, Okay, what if I just don't get out of bed and I just take a couple of Ambien and just kind of ride through it on the DL? <laughs> that could work, too. That could work, too. That reminds me of just a- avoid the whole day, Kyle. I'm thinking maybe the seventh is just a no day. Do you guys remember that Will Ferrell movie where um, he's like in in a book, he's in somebody's some writer's story, and he does that. He sits at home all day trying not to uh, trying to elude death, basically, and then uh, like a jackhammer like bombs his apartment, basically. <laughs> So I don't know if that's going to work if you just take Ambien. The story may come to you. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, but however, maybe I'll just 
I'll just pitch a tent somewhere and not tell anyone where I am and just go off the grid? I mean, maybe that's you what you do. That. I don't know. Or you could put some armor on, you know, and yeah. just really hit it head on. Yeah, that's true. I could just not <laughs> go quietly into the night and rage against there the guy with the light. That's true. Well, the, okay. The other, the other. So the seventh. All right. I, I've made a mark of that. The seventh. I got to totally, just totally. Be... All right. Okay. Well, the other influence that we have with that is so not only do we have our minds having all of these like frustrations where like computers can break down and shit like that, but also the Sun and Saturn are making us feel a little bit more pessimistic and depressed. But the thing about this is that we actually have to, we're going to have like a project or something that's a big obstacle that we have to overcome. So trying to sit back isn't going to be the easiest thing. You're literally going to have to be under pressure to get something done. So this could be like a clash with an authority, having a big project that you have to get off the ground. Um, so you actually are going to have to like push through it, even though you're going to want okay. to run for cover. So all of us are going to be dealing with that. This is everybody. Everybody's going to be dealing with that. So just be aware <laughs> of that. Okay. Um, okay, so maybe then go for okay. the 90-minute massage that day instead of the 60. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Absolutely. So cool. So that's okay. what we've got for our astrological forecast for this week, and then we're going to dive into the hottest of the store, the hottest stories of the week, in a short beat here. We're back and feeling sexy and sultry here in Los Angeles. <laughs> We're getting all naughty up in here. So we are back with some hot, juicy stories. Uh, Lindsay, what do we have today? Oh, my God. Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin are married again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't believe that. Why did they get married again? Well, What, okay, what was so up with the that? First, they had the first ceremony. Um, and then okay. they, they wanted to celebrate, you know, they had it at a courthouse in New York City, but they wanted to do a larger ceremony in front of their friends and their family. So they did that Monday evening, and they exchanged vows at the sunset at the Montage Palmetto Bluff in Bluffington, South Carolina. <laughs> um, oh, wow. So they said in front of a whole bunch of guests, and they had, you know, models Kendall Jenner and um, Beaver's manager and all, all the hot Hollywood people were there. Um, so they all, you know, they had their little post-ceremony cocktail, the formal reception dinner. So they, they wanted to do it, you know, the right way, the right way, the normal way, right? Instead of just going to the courthouse, they just wanted to celebrate with their family and friends. So I don't know that they were actually, were they really married, married again, or was this just the celebration? I think know? it was just the celebration. But, like, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, astrologically, I can see, an, like, a reason for doing that. Like, let's say, for instance, you are getting have your ceremony or want to get married during like Mercury retrograde or like Venus retrograde. Well, that's not a great time to do right. it. Who would want that? So you could actually do like the official, like signing of the documents beforehand mm -hmm. or after. But I mean, how do you feel about like the, do you feel like there's a difference between, you know, at least in your experience or have you seen people do that? I mean, same thing with you, Craig. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Mm, I mean, to me, it doesn't necessarily matter. I think, you know, I didn't think about that going into it, but I probably would now. Um, I feel like hopefully my intention was just great going mm -hmm. into it. Um, I do believe, though, for me, something changed when I had my wedding and said my vows. Energetically, something did shift between our relationship and our union. It was mm -hmm. 
taken more seriously and there was a brevity to it that there wasn't before. So I don't know how that works being at a courthouse and not having all of the surrounding energies of your family and friends there with you Mm -hmm. um, versus just kind of throwing a party afterwards. Mm -hmm. Craig, what do you feel about that? You know, like to speak to what Lindsay said, to extrapolate on that. I mean, for me, it was when I got married, it was, it was all about, families coming together and celebrating this this next generation because that's really what it is i mean you're 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 moving that ball forward so if if they got married in a situation where they didn't get to share in that way and given that you know especially her family background and oh my god i can't even imagine um all of involved in that um you know, maybe it just made sense for them to have something kind of chill, almost like, I don't know, but to try yeah, out, almost like get a feel for it just on their own to say, hey, is this really where we are? Because the thing is with child stars, having worked with a couple of them directly, you know, they're, the, they're on a whole other, um, you know, accelerated, if you will, development curve in some respects because they're exposed to so much so young and so early. You know, people were tripping about how early they got married, but at the same time, they both lived, you know, really intense, condensed lives, you know, from a very early place. Um, So for them to get together and have kind of a safe harbor, if you will, with each other, because there are probably not many people, if you think about it, that either of them can really connect with and feel safe. And safety is a big part of intimacy, and safety is a big mm-hmm. part of having a successful relationship, I think. I mean, for me, you know, trust and safety go hand in hand. I mean, that's a big part of it. And you can't be intimate totally. with someone if you don't with them. So um, that all that being said, I, you know, I think probably that's what happened is they did that. They were like, okay, we're cool with this. And because of all the the stuff that, you know, and I don't know them personally, but just having seen peripherally just, you know, some of the drama with their respective families and all the players and the people involved, then they could venture into those waters and celebrate what they have with a little more, you know, underneath them. And everybody's had a chance to get used to the idea. Like, you know, sometimes when people get married really early or if it's too quickly in terms of like the family accepting it or getting their head around it, then there could be all sorts of discord along those lines because people will feel betrayed. Maybe it's someone with a, coming from a different faith or from a different socioeconomic background or, or whatever it is, um, you know, that, that could be part of it. So didn't mean to dominate this question, by the way. I just realized no, no. I just kind I of I I went off on you guys. But that's, that's, how I, that's for me, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. There you go. Yeah, and I think also, you know, having had a wedding and being at other weddings, everybody seems to have an opinion about how you should do it and who should be there and all of the above. So I totally understand them wanting to do it privately just for themselves and then having, you know, the big party, basically. Totally, totally. Interesting. Well, let's dive into their stars and see what is in store. So, Justin Bieber is a Pisces sun with a Scorpio rising. Mm-hmm. Haley Baldwin is a Sagittarius sun. We don't have a rising sign. So this is not a typical connection that you would assume would go for the long haul. However, we can look at many different aspects that, that works in their favor. 
The first time that they tied the knot and got a marriage license was September 13, 2018. This was days after a new moon in the constellation of Virgo. For Justin, this was a new dawning in his marriage and partnership sector, whereas for Haley, this was a bright window open in her fame and public recognition sphere. Sometimes we do get married when our fame and publicity is lit up because we are front and center and want everyone to turn and pay attention to us. For Justin, this is absolutely a long-term love connection in his eyes, whereas Haley does enjoy the glitz and glam of it all. This doesn't mean she doesn't love him by any means, but the power is one of the greatest factors. Look at how fast she wants to change her Instagram handle to Haley Bieber. I mean, it's a, like, come on, right? It was like, bam, you know, right away. Uh, so the two married in front of family and friends on September 30th, 2019, which took place interestingly right after another new moon, but this time it was a new moon in Libra. Libra naturally rules partnership, marriage, and union, so it is actually a very faded time astrologically. Coupling often takes place naturally around this period of time. For instance, like, I just got a boyfriend now, and, like, and that, like, happens. And, like, <laughs> we, we, like, literally planned it. Like, I was, like, I gave him three dates. And I was, like, you can choose September 28th, you can choose October 21st, or you can just uh, choose December 7th. And, and we, like, looked at, like, the different astrological things, and he chose this time, like, one of the things that was, like, worrisome is that it says that we're going to, like, have so much pleasure that, like, we may, like, indulge and get fat. And he's, like, a bodybuilder, so he was, like, that's not allowed. That's absolutely not allowed. And I was, like, it's not a big deal. I don't care, you know? Like, but he's, like, literally, like, I mean, working out, he works out, like, twice a day, every day. Oh so that's, God. like, his thing, you wow. know? Like, I'll work out, like, a couple times a week. Yeah. But, like, you know, it, but that's really important to him. So, like, that was just something that, like, he took into account. And in, in astrology, we can see different things. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, getting back to specifically with this here, Mars, the uh, planet of passion and drive, is in Justin's house of marriage, where it, is, uh, where it is now also in Haley's house of fame. So this is their big motivation at the time. He's dramatically focused on going all in with her, um, and she is feeling the firepower that, is, you know, ultimately she's being seen on a global level. Again, this doesn't mean their connection is flawed, but it just shows what is being highlighted for them. Also, interestingly, Jupiter, the planet of miracles, is in Haley's sign, gifting her with important cycles for the coming 12 years. And for Justin, Jupiter is in his house of fame at this point in time, meaning that marriage is a major life achievement that as he sees it, like that's really important to him. And it really shows that he is romantic and has always wanted to be married. You know, like, isn't that cute? Though? Oh, he's like, a Pisces Scorpio. Of course he's romantic. Right? I mean. He and I could work. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Totally. Um, so, yeah, so then looking at their astrological alignment, I noticed that her Mars ruling aggression and passion is almost exactly opposite his Venus and his Sun. So this means that they have a natural polarity. She is the aggressor when it comes to their sexual connection and moving things forward, and he likes, likes to let her take the lead. Uh, so this actually works in a very exhilarating sexual, passionate nature. Uh, this is great, a great connection for romance and passion for the rest of their lives. Next, his Mars is in Aquarius, whereas her Venus is in Libra. This is a perfect little trine uh, alignment, as we call it. And this means they're always going to feel a bit in love throughout their connection. And that's really, really faded. Uh, then his, his moon is also conjunct, which means it's in the exact place, same place in the sky as her Venus, which rules her affection. So this shows that her, their connection is sweet 
tender, and will deepen with time. Last, his ascendant, which is his identity, is also in the exact same place in the sky as her son. So this means that there is a long-lasting connection between them, and they will look good and feel good together. So even though this was not like a typical match that you would see, there is a lot of strong astrological connections. And that's one thing that I'm always trying to teach people is that, you know, even if things don't work on a basic level, it's very complex when you're looking at compatibility. So there is that. So stick with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally, you know, for sure. So that's what we've got on them. Well, how are you going strong? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it my turn? Yeah, we can jump on to the next story. Get right into it. Um, so, J-Lo and Shakira are going to headline the Super Bowl in 2020. Woo! Yes. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They're going to, which you probably know about, right? They're going to team up to bring a little Latin flavor to the Super Bowl halftime show. J-Lo yep, confirmed was- the news on Twitter. Yep. yep, there was much there was much uh, agita about how they were going to do that this year. So it, it'll be interesting to see how those guys do. Totally. Yeah, I think it should be so much fun with the two of them and their hips and their right. things that don't lie, you know? <laughs> right, totally. Um, yeah, so Gila confirmed it by simply posting a photo of Shakira wearing a Pepsi band around her bicep and a two-finger ring with the date 2-2-2020 and added the caption that this is happening, 2-2-20. Pepsi is also sponsoring the Super Bowl halftime show, so that's probably why she was uh, posting about it. Um, The Colombian superstar posted a shot of Lopez wearing a Pepsi ring as well and a belt buckle, which had the caption, get ready to shoot (laughs) money. That's so clever. You see what they did there? It's all happening. Um, I wonder who's going to be doing it when we get the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. When is that? That's coming here, too. When? I don't know. Soon-ish. I think we're building for it right now. Interesting. Soon-ish. Yeah, I mean, this like, is now-ish? Is that a, is that a date? <laughs> this could be something that's interesting for us to look into someday, too, is the Olympics. They're coming here, too. I know, but, like, yeah. logically how that is affecting us. Oh, Would that be crazy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. big events like that. I mean, that's so well, huge. Well, coming here. Everything. Really? Yeah, we're going to have to get out of here. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Airbnb, everything. You're like, we're out. We're out. <laughs> and by then, Craig will be living here and be like, God damn it, I'm so swamped by, like, tourists. <laughs> It's going to be crazy. Damn tourists. Well, we need them, right? Yeah, let's make that money. (laughs) You come here, tourists, and we'll get out of here. (laughs) Totally. Exactly. And congrats to the power duo. That's going to be super fun. So, yeah, I mean, Craig, what do you feel about J-Lo, Shakira, their their teaming up, any of that? Um, I like it, actually. You know, I saw her. I had a gig at Mohegan Sun, and – I was I she was playing in the Coliseum with Enrique. I had recently uh done a remix for him, so I went over there to check them out. Um and I I was really impressed with her show. Um which one though? didn't know a lot about her. I mean, I've done some production work for her peripherally, so I mean, I've heard her sing, but I mean, she's I mean, she's a really good actress. She's got great presence. Um, she moves okay, well, and yeah, she's she. Sorry. I mean, that's 
No, that's all right. That was that was her start. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. Like that was mm-hmm. actually the beginning of her career. Really, was she uh, started as an actress? So I I I think the only. The only thing I wonder about, you know, the Super Bowl, and I've always had this kind of issue, is, you know, it's such a testosterone-driven event um, that, and the and the audience is mostly male. Is I like seeing, like, I would pair her, like, I would pair her with Enrique or Shakira with, you know, whomever, you know, just to balance it out, the both sides of the energy for that audience, but. I'm sure they'll they'll compliment each other because they're in the same family. So yeah, uh, I think men really enjoy watching hot women too. So I don't think there's going to be any issue there. Well, and it's like a powerhouse having two women. Yeah, which is just you know that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good. Point. I mean, how do you feel about that, like Lindsay? Though, like with you know, essentially these two powerful women like putting on a show for the men of the world. <laughs> you know, is that does that make you feel like is it hot or is it like I mean, I know oh. you do a lot of you do a lot of uh, you know performing in all sorts of different kinds mm-hmm. of things. We talked about yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you feel about that? I don't. You know, it's I don't mind. I still think you know that I like putting on a show for my husband. You know, I like putting on a show for the men. Um, so, yeah, and, and to have two very strong, you know, women come together and stand on stage together, and, you know, I think that's important as well to show that. I mean, also kind of like bow down world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, cool. Well, let's dive into their stars and see what's going on. So, I always find it so funny when I look up uh, a star's uh, or, like, a celebrity's uh, information online and they don't have all of it up there and I'm like oh this bitch made sure that they didn't have it oh, up there hilarious. yeah because they didn't want people to know um, so Jennifer Lopez is a Leo we don't know her rising sign so I can't do a full mm-hmm. chart on her but I still can see important things Shakira is an Aquarius with an Aries ascendant she and I have the exact same degree of our ascendants and I was like yeah Shakira I see you bitch hell yeah you know like totally he just got so excited I, I, I did I was like 17 degrees hell yeah I'm so turned on um anyways so we know that about them all right so in 2018 until 2020 J-Lo is going through eclipses in her work sphere and her privacy sector projects behind the scenes so she's definitely building some things that we don't know about yet that will be coming out later on in 2019, she's watching Jupiter, the planet of miracles, move, moving through her creativity, romance, and art sector. And this is super clear with her new engagement going on and the movie Hustlers as well. So you said you haven't seen Hustlers? I haven't seen it yet, but I, I pole dance, and my entire, like, pole dance community is like, we have to go see this movie, and we have to support it. Um, and I've had some of the girls go and watch it and say it's really fun, really great. Um, there's less pole dancing than they would like to see, of course, but they think that this could kind of be spearheading that for women and helping to make it even more acceptable. So Totally. Craig, did you see it? I have not seen it. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, <laughs> that's okay, Craig. I mean, I I would have only thought it. Like, <laughs> I wasn't like, prepared. If I'd done my homework, I would have seen it before we talked about it. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Well, it's funny because like I uh, I back when I was like I knew the stars were aligned for my romantic energy. I was going out with this one one guy. I was going out with a couple. One not having sex with them yet, but uh, thank you, you know, for qualifying that. I know by the way. we didn't ask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, was that that like, oversharing I'm, moment was brought to you by I'm having like a, that was the Kyle Thomas show, show. featuring <laughs> Kyle Thomas. 
Too much. Too much. <laughs> um, anyways, but yeah, so I went on the date with this guy, and it was like the pre-screening with before any public audience had seen it. Because he like used to work in the agency, and yeah, I liked it. It was it was fun, but but yeah, th- there was not a lot of pole dancing as much as you think. Right. You know. So, Summer. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to these wonderful stars. So Shakira and uh, on Shakira's end of things, though, she's going through eclipses in her career sector throughout 2019 and into 2020. So Jupiter is going to be moving into her career and fame sector throughout much of 2020, which means that her biggest point of achievement is actually not even here, uh, you know, that she's been experiencing. So this is super cool. Wait, can I just ask you, can you tell me what the eclipses mean? Yeah, eclipses are basically destined moments in time. Mm. So when they hit certain areas of your chart, they will show you like a big beginning, an ending, a transformation. Uh, it's like destined moments that like from your birth where so you were supposed to cross. So that's why whenever I'm talking about like you're having like for you, you're having some eclipses, Lindsay, in your art sector, mm-hmm. but it's also rules love and creativity. Mm-hmm. So you could be falling more deeply in love with your husband. You could be trying to have child if that's something that's really important to you like pregnancies like pop out of these things oh like, dear god yeah you know that's what I'm like I always tell <laughs> yeah I'm like wrap that out or you know just like pull out you know whatever's gonna be like it's just or get on birth control whatever you know yeah, like yeah. but but people like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I mean hey, oh man that is such a Kyle moment uh, <laughs> I'm not having sex with any women right now, so I'm not having no no yeah, no yeah. zero risk. Um, so yeah. So, anyways, there's that. Also, going okay. back to this with Jen- Jennifer being a Leo and Shakira being an Aquarius, this is extremely compatible in a partnership alignment because that's how it rules in the stars for them. You know, they're they're aligned that way. So now let's look at the important dates, though, because this is the thing that I think is the interesting, really part. Uh, JLo and Shakira announced on September 26, 2019, that they were set to perform in the 2020 Super Bowl. At this time, the Sun, Mercury, and Venus were in Libra. Sag- uh, Jupiter was in Sagittarius. So for JLo, this energy was all about launching an important message to the world, whereas for Shakira, she was excited about the global and international exposure. Shakira is from Colombia, and quite literally, international news was being highlighted. So from her natal chart, though, it was all about news with a partner. Specifically on this date, also Mercury in Libra was square to Pluto in Capricorn. So for JLo, this was highlighting important news about her work life and employment, whereas for Shakira, it was highlighting news from a partner about her career. So I thought that was really weird. Mm. Uh, And then now let's move forward into the actual Super Bowl predictions uh, in the future. So the Super Bowl will take place On February 2nd, 2020, on this day, the Sun and Mercury will be in Aquarius, Mars will be in Sagittarius, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto will all be in Capricorn. This means a few different things. For J-Lo, her creativity will be absolutely on fire, and she'll be extra dramatic in her performance. With so much energy in her employment sector, she is surely going to be building more day-to-day jobs from this performance. Like, does she have a Vegas show yet or something? Ooh. Something like that's yeah, going to yeah, be popping yeah. up where there's going to be some, like, reoccurring thing that's coming from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, with planets in her partnership sector, she's actually going to be feeling like she needs to lean more on Shakira for this equal share of the spotlight. So the interesting thing is, like, if it was all about her, she'd be like, bitch, I'm the queen. She really has to rely on Shakira at this point in time. For Shakira, though, 
there's a lot of energy that's in her sign, which is meaning that she's actually going to be more radiant than J-Lo. And with Mercury there, she's launching important news from that date as well. So strategically, you know, she knows that she's going to have the global audience. She's going to be like, bam, this is what I've got coming. And hell yeah, if you knew that, you do that too, you know. Uh, so I'm thinking that either it's going to be announced about an album or a project or something of that nature. Uh, so then also I'm seeing some heavy hitting energy in her career there as well. And then also she's being highlight, she's highlighting some of her hopes and dreams. Uh, and this is, she's li- ultimately looking at this as like a life achievement, mm. which makes a lot of sense too. The last thing I will say is that on February 2nd, 2020, Venus will be in alignment with Pluto. This means that passionate feelings will be affecting the entire world and they have the ability to transform you and your relationships. Sexuality is highly favored on this date. And with both of these global powerhouses being known for their beauty and sexuality, you can expect a hypnotic and enchanting performance. So that is my read on them. Can I just ask one thing? Yes. So who's going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> right. I, but we don't, I, we don't even know who's going to be in it yet. Right? I know. We right. don't. No. I mean, do you even watch that shit? I mean, like. Um, sometimes, because my husband does. And he plays fantasy football, so it's on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're like, I'm sorry. Is <laughs> it's on in the background. So I grew up watching it because my stepdad played for the New York Jets. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. years ago. Yeah. Steve Cannon. Um, he played, like, when Namath played, like that. Okay. You know, six okay. Um, wow. So cool. I grew up watching Monday Night Football every Monday night That's... back in the day. So I kind of got tired of it. Yeah. And now I'm okay with watching it. Yeah. yeah. Craig, do you watch it? Yeah, I'm a big football head. I used to play a little bit, so I I, I love it. Although that film that I worked on, Head Games, which, like, was one of the first films that talked about the whole concussion protocol, um, made me feel like I wish they they would make some changes that would Definitely. just make it safer because it's just gotten so fast and these athletes are just so big it's just it's crazy but yeah, yeah I, I, I love football I I, yeah. I hate to admit it I do like <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures I don't think it's the worst so I think you're all right <laughs> yeah, you know, I've got friends that are like into MMA and boxing, so it could be way worse. I'm I'm not yeah. really down with all that jazz. That's been more aggressive. Yeah, totally. that's really hard yeah that that's really that's really hard to watch. Yeah, and I went to Northwestern, so I like watching Northwestern play. Mhm, mhm. All those women are kick ass on the MMA. Oh well, okay. <laughs> they okay, are. So next up. Um, Kim Petras, is that how you say her mm-hmm. name? I don't even know Kim who Petra. she is. Yeah. Okay. Releases Turn Off the Light Volume 2. <laughs> Kim Petras is becoming as synonymous with Halloween as Mariah Carey is with Christmas by delivering Turn Off the Lights in full. She dropped Volume 1 last year and has been testing Volume 2, um, but she decided to give us the two projects paired together as a full-length record. So much like Volume 1, the new songs are a collection of hard-hitting pop tracks and damning electronic instrumentals. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. It's hot. You would really yeah, like Yeah, I that. would like that. Um, it's uh, expectedly spooky, but also has a bop-heavy kind of feel to it, so you won't be completely scared of it. Aw, oh, damn, I say. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. totally scared. Yeah. Well, there's one, there's one song called Death by Sex, and I, oh, literally, I cannot wait to have sex to it. Oh, I gotta hear it's it. It's so hot, okay. yeah. I really need to hear this. Um, <laughs> the pulse is long-term. <laughs> you, go, you go, Kyle. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> so into it. Um, is that the Everybody Dies? Uh, no. I love these names. You Everybody Dies. I, I literally will send this to you. It's yeah, amazing. I have to hear this. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, like me, um, <laughs> Tim Petras is a German singer. That's why she's so intense. Yeah. And songwriter, currently based in Los Angeles. Um, she's been releasing music as an independent artist under her own imprint, Bunhead Records. Funny name. Mm-hmm. Petras was born and raised in Cologne, where she became the subject of media coverage after undergoing gender transition at a young age. Wow. Yeah. Cool. It so she's really, really big focused on that. Very cool. Okay, I definitely have to check her out. You're really going to like her stuff, too. Yeah. Craig, do you know Kim Petras? Uh, yeah. I. You know, it's funny. I might, you know, I don't know all of her, like, all of her output, but I, I dug Close Your Eyes myself. If, if, you, if you haven't heard it, it's got kind of um, – it's got, you know, actually, you know, it's got a little of the vibe that that we did with a song that we did with an artist, Kyle, that you and I collaborated on. Mm-hmm. So when I heard, yeah. it, I was like, oh my god, we were right in there. And she's, I love vocoder, so she does a lo- that particular song. She's got like this whole like vocoder vibe that that she's rocking at the beginning of it um, that I dig. And I dig the I dig the darkness, but her voice isn't dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of got this sort of like I don't know dark char- chocolate caramel and and salt if I were going to compare it to food. Well, it's interesting because like I mean I like I was not familiar with her until last Halloween, mm-hmm. and all of the gays went crazy about mm-hmm. her because she literally dropped a Halloween you know EP, and you know all of the clubs were making it viral you know and and she is very very you know she's in a part of the LGBT community. And so she was really pushing that out there. And like, I can't wait for you, Lindsay. Yeah, to I gotta it hear it. Because it's so hot and sexy, and it's like Halloween is fun for us, you yeah. know? Like, we really get into that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, you know. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, cool. Well, yeah, let's no, read on there. It's cool. You'll dig it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited. Cool. Well, I hope that Kim actually like checks this out because I would love to connect with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Kim Petrus is a Virgo son. This powerhouse diva launched her second installment of Turn Off the Light, a Halloween-focused album, on September 30th, 2019. On this date, a few factors were, re- were affecting the release. The moon was in Scorpio. Intensity is what the moon in Scorpio is all about. Whether it's passion, elation, sorrow, or desire, emotions are felt on a deeply personal level. We're motivated by the desire to get to the bottom of things, and we instinct- instinctively read between the lines. The moon in Scorpio urges us to un- uncover our own power, and it's an excellent time to get rid of our, uh, uh, to rid ourselves of old fears and limiting habits. This is also an intimate and passionate time, <clears throat> and this easily influ- in, uh, infused into her album, and it's the per- perfect vibration for all things Halloween. So, you know, honestly, I, I highly doubt that they knew that to like launch it during the like the vibration of Halloween. Right. I mean, you know, it's like it's October, but literally that's yeah, why. So on track. Yeah, right. so on track with that. Uh, uh, Mars on this date is also within Virgo, giving him a powerful, ferocious, bold, and sexual edge. Not only does she often feel uh, this in general, I mean, she literally has a song called Do Me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is not scared. Yeah. <laughs> I love a, this girl. Yeah, she's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's feeling extra aggressive and focused now. This energy began in the end of August 2019, and it's been a race to the finish line to get everything aligned because. Mars is about to leave Virgo in, a, in just a couple of days. Also, today on October 1st, 2019, Venus, planet of love, 
is square to Pluto, planet of death, rebirth, and transformation. These key themes are extremely highlighted in the album, which I was like banging off to last night and all excited because like literally I was like death, die, sex, like hell yeah. I was like, Dalton, where are you? Um, I want to but- kill you. <laughs> With my sex, yes. Um, totally. So, so that was that. Uh, the last thing I will note for Kim is that she's going through eclipses in 2018 to 2020 in her sectors of creativity, art, and romance. So it is likely she's, she will have uh, major births in these areas as well as her zone of her hopes and dreams. So she's reach, reaching magnificent breakthroughs and doing so through expanding her network and her close alliances. This will continue to bring her growth but it is possible she's clearing out old loves and old friends who no longer serve her. When Jupiter enters her art and love zone from December 2019 to December 2020, you can expect her to be releasing some of her most magnificent work yet. So, like I said, shout out to you, Kim. Woo-hoo! Get at me. Congrats on a, a hot and sexy album. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we've got on that. <laughs> totally. Um. So for our last uh, story, we always go into a weird pairing and kind of like diving into the relationships. So we call it the celeb WTF. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, with us already talking about Justin, uh, I was talking with Lindsay about some of these great things here with these other relationships. So let's dive into that. Well, who also comes along with Justin Bieber? Selena Gomez, obviously, and of course. And The Weeknd, interestingly enough. So... Selena has had many high-profile performances and romances throughout the years, most notoriously with Justin. And now that Justin and Haley have tied the knot and are serious, we want to know what's going on with twin flame Selena. So she's single for right now, but a source told E! on July 2019 that she is open to start putting herself out there again. She's taking everything day by day and focusing on herself and her music. Um, and she's generally doing amazing, the sort of set. I mean, she was great. she was having a lot of, like, you know, health problems, too. Totally. You she know, had a lot and... going on for a while, yeah. <laughs> um, so on Bieber's wedding day, us weekly got a rare update on Gomez's feelings about him. She says she's truly fine not having him in her life anymore. And Selena knows she's better off without Justin and that it is the healthiest decision for her. She's open to dating, but right now she's solely focused on herself and enjoying life to the best of her ability and getting back to being Selena, the, the Selena that she and all of her close ones knew prior to dating Justin. That's so funny. I totally know how that goes. But, like, I had one of my most intense first loves that, like, literally it was a roller coaster, and it was so exciting. But it was terrifying and totally unhealthy. Exhilarating, but very, very unhealthy. So it's like, how do you have that fine yeah. line with taking care of your health and your wellness, but still having that kind of like excitement and, and romance in love? Was it a Gemini? He was an Aquarius. Oh, fearless, <laughs> just crazy, always on yeah. the move, could never slow down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig, have you had relationships like that? I have, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can say that I survived them, yeah. both of them. Yeah. We're all here to live. Because it, 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 <laughs> I mean, same oh. energy that that you have, um, that gives you that level of attraction, also gives you that you know that edge uh, on the dark side, and it's oh. it's challenging to balance the the yin and the yang, if you will. Yeah. And uh, so and it's I. An addiction. It feels literally addictive. 
Like, oh yeah, it is. It is a massive you know? addiction. It, and mm-hmm. it also, you know, it it it's an all-consuming addiction. Yeah. Um, but once you burn through that haze, you know mm-hmm. what's left on the back end of that. No pun intended. Sometimes is kind of ugly, you know, and yeah. it's sort of like the veil gets uh, pulled back. And you go, wow. But but the energy is the energy, and there's no doubt. And it and it's chemistry. It's like when you meet someone and they have that thing, or you have that thing with them. There's just no getting around that. A hundred percent. No. I mean, you just it's it. You know, it's pheromones. I mean, it's just. It must be. Yeah, and it's in the, right. Like it's kismet. It's in the stars. It's chemistry. <laughs> you know, I mean, how many times have you met? Has someone said to you, um, you guys, oh yeah, this person is so incredibly, you know, beautiful or handsome or lovely or whatever, and and you meet them firsthand, and you go, oh, okay, yeah, I can I can see that, and there's like there's Nothing. there's no zing, right? There's yeah. no there's no bubble. There's no connection, and then. You meet someone else that maybe isn't someone that you would consider classically attractive, if you will, but they have this incredible dynamic and this incredible magnetism that you're just drawn to, and it just takes you in. I mean, and I, I, you know, I, I love that. I love those experiences, but you pay to play. (laughs) You do. You definitely pay to play. You pay the pay the price for them for sure. But um, when they come along, it's so rare and exciting and intense that it's it's hard to it is. deny and you know <laughs> I've, I've also and, and that also like happens creatively right I mean if you think about it you know you can you can wallow around for a long time and then maybe you meet someone that you just have this incredible creative spark with and you can't like say why it is but it's the same energy really I totally. think yeah and and, and whether it's a gr- someone who's a great an actor actress singer performer of some kind, artist, you know, they just have that magic that you just, you, and, and it's like lightning in a bottle. It just comes, to, to your point, Lindsay, it's just very rare. But when it does, mm-hmm. you know it and everyone knows it. And it's just, right. it's, it's, that it's, no that it's, it, yeah, it's electric, really, is what mm-hmm. it is. It's electricity. And electricity can burn you. <laughs> Which That's Lena right. must have been feeling for quite some time. Electric, 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 die. Like, That's right. That's right. Kyle and I actually wrote a song for an artist <laughs> that was called Lightning. It was all about exactly. that. We'll have exactly. to play it for you. you got to play your Lightning, Kyle. Oh, I will. I will. I will. Well, Justin might have been Selena's lightning, you guys, um, but she is doing well, and she actually had a connection with The weekend for like a second. Um, it, it was more than a second. It was about 10 months, but it generated enough heat that people were obsessed that Selena and The weekend were a thing. Um, their world and romance seemed to end just as it got started, but when they were hot, they were hot and heavy. She extracted herself from Justin, which obviously was on and off. And he was fresh from a breakup from a Victoria's Secret model back then, Bella Hadid. Love her. Um, either way, we wish Selena a happy and vibrant future, and she definitely deserves the best man possible. Totally. So let's dive into some of their stars here. So Selena is a Cancer sun, Leo rising in, in an Aries moon. Justin Bieber is a Pisces sun, Scorpio rising with a Libra moon. Obviously, on a very basic level, Justin's Pisces son and Selena's Cancer son are in tremendous alignment. 
There is an intuitive connection and a harmony between these two signs, and they truly do have a magical and sensitive relationship. This can often be a soulmate connection, particularly from Justin's end of things, because she ruled his solar house of true love. The next thing I noticed is that their, their moon signs are almost completely 180 degrees opposite. This is a powerful connection, but can create friction and polarity. The romantic partners in this relationship often have two different sets of emotional needs, which they ap- approach from different directions. They are attracted to one another and can be sexually and domestically compatible, but they have their own way of doing things. So this can be something that's very difficult for you to overcome. Uh, The last thing I will note for them is that her son is exactly aligned in trying his ascendant. This means harmony. So, you know, with this uh, here, this shows that Selena always found the way that he presents himself and his personality to be extremely admirable, and they did share important convictions and plans in life. It is unfortunate that they did not last, but I have a feeling that they were karmic lovers, kind of like what Lindsay was saying, and that would be something that could be further investigated with another reading. And so you look at that when you have a lot of planets in the same place, or if there is a connection to the nodes of destiny. Mm-hmm. I was literally looking at this with an X in my, <laughs> in my phone uh, because I was just like, why, why, why? I want to understand why. And literally it shows that we were connected in the past life and a future life. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, you know, like, why did that not happen now? You know, oh. but like. But I mean, you'll see him again. It's okay. <laughs> I know. But I mean, like, I adore the man that I'm with. So yeah. it's not like I'm unhappy by any means. But it's also it's just like one of those things that you think about. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, why? I don't, I just want, I need some closure understanding, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe anyway. I never get it. And I don't think I'm, I, I <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Hey, I, I, it's not to it. go totally off point, but but I just got a quick question for you, Kyle. Actually, yeah. since we're talking about this whole connectivity thing, I yeah. mean, how how do the stars, um, you know, especially you know whether it's a celeb or it's or it's those of us who you know are on the planes that we are, relatively speaking, like, and I don't know how you feel about this, Lindsay, but there are certain people, and there there there's only been two or eh, maybe a few more in my lifetime that I've met that I felt like I had this old soul connection with, like we've been here before, like we knew each other before we knew each other. I mean, can you, it, you know, like when you do a reading or when you're looking at, you know, some of these alignments, can you quantify that through some of the work that you do in that regard? Absolutely. That's like exactly when you're going to come across wow. one of your old souls again or you're going to be, Coming across that person, or maybe in your I genesis. Guess you're looking for somebody, Craig. No, I just you know I'm talking about a phenomenon, Lindsay. Actually, which is you know I there have been a few people that I've met, and, and I don't necessarily mean romantically. That I swear, I mean some have yeah. been, but some have also been like I like I've been here before, almost like a you know like a deja vu. Do you, mm-hmm. do you follow, or am I just or am I just high, even though I'm not high? I mean, you're high, but we totally follow also. <laughs> and we love it. Oh, thank you, baby. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you would look at you know, certain alignments of, of a lot of planets being in the same place in the sky or having direct angles. Also, if there's a lot of energy that's connecting, like I said, to your nodes of destiny, it shows what you're taking from a past life, what, mm. you, what you did a lot of before, 
and where you're actually going and what your purpose in this lifetime is, which you ultimately are going to have to learn to do throughout your life. And so by looking at that information, if you have someone that's on the same path, that either from the past or the, or the future, mm. that's why you're on literally you're aligned. Mm, that's very interesting. That's why, and it's super rare. I mean, I've looked at a lot of uh-huh. people. Uh-huh, okay, or, see, there you go. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not wacky. So there, there is a little bit of science behind that yeah, based absolutely. on those factors, right? Totally. Well, and, and that's the thing. Last, yesterday when I was, like, just, like, walking around, you know, like, running errands and stuff, I was looking not only at my ex, but also at other relationships that I have, business people, friends, family, and I didn't have that with them, but I also never felt that with them. Mm-hmm. With him, I did. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, you know, you know, yes, we talked about like obsession and understanding like what that connection is. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, I just want him to be happy and I'm happy in myself, you know, so I don't need to see him or anything, but I also just needed some answers. Like you were asking for answers in that way as well. So, yes, we can look into that for sure. And, you know, I mean, like, you're literally one of my best friends in the entire world. You know, I'll literally help you out and look at that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just think, you know, I think it'd be really interesting maybe to take one of those people and compare it to, to you know, to my, to, to you know, what you've read on, on me and yeah. see, like, okay, where was this? And I'd be fascinated to see if you could say, oh, yeah. This is someone you knew because I do. There's a part of me that really believes in you know past life regression and and that totally. we've been here before and where we're going and all of that. And I just think it would be interesting to see if there is some sort of alignment that can actually either predict it or explain a little bit of why that is, other than you know a feeling. You know what I'm saying? That there's a little bit of yeah. a science behind it. For sure. Please sign me up. Totally, totally. Um, I've done. I took the conversation therapy. off point. I'm sorry, know, but, but it got like, me thinking about like, that because we were talking about all this, like this intense level of connection, whether it's Justin and his new wife and why they would get married two times, or you know why Selena and Justin couldn't coexist because it had, they had kind of that dangerous, either you know, um, you know, fornicating or fighting kind of syndrome um, mm-hmm. that. You know, that's the, you know, where some of that dark energy gets played out. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, it, 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 gives, it gives me pause to thought. Totally, totally. Well, we are running out of time, so we're actually, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to save your astrological reading for you privately. Um, so we just want to kind of wrap up. We're going to play Bang, Mary Kill, actually. <laughs> Uh, which it's I love it because Lindsay inspired that. Uh, and I chose three women today because Craig is a heterosexual man. And um, these are all Libra celebrities. And so, I mean, you're familiar with being Mary Kill, right? Craig? Say that again. You're, you're familiar with the game Bang, Mary Kill? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So we have Kim Kardashian, Gwen Stefani, and Kate Winslet. You guys can go first. You go for it. Take it away. I, what am what am I, but what am I doing? Okay, you oh. want me to start? I'll, yeah. I'll start, and then uh, I need you to start because I, I, I don't, I, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. I am going to kill Kim Kardashian. Um, I will bang Gwen Stefani because I think that would be super fun, and she's so hot. And I will marry Kate Winslet because I love that woman. 
Yeah, I mean, I actually, I feel the exact same way. I, like, I would marry Kate Winslet. She's a goddess. She's iconic. Uh, I definitely feel like I would have sex with Gwen. Like, she seems really, like, fun and wild. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, I would have to say goodbye to Kim Kardashian instead. Yeah, unless you wanted to marry super rich. But, yeah, know, I think there's a lot of maintenance that comes in that. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What do you feel, Craig? Oh, I see where you guys went. Okay, fine. (laughs) Um, You know what? Not to be the contrarian, but I am the contrarian. Not feeling Gwen at all. Not feeling Kardashian at all. I would wrap all all of my energy up into Kate. Loving the Kate. She would just get it all. Okay, so you'll just kill everybody but Kate. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would love up Kate massively, and I would love Mm -hmm. her a long time. And, <laughs> and 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 it would be fabulous. And I, her talent is so awe-inspiring. I, she's one of my, really I just love, I love her work. I think she is I, such I, an incredible talent and, yeah. and so smart and so quick. And I, I personally love really smart women. I love, I'm, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, you know, I, I know men that are intimidated by smart women. I'm the opposite. My mom is really smart. I married a I married right. a doc. Um, I'm just very attracted to really smart, talented women. Well, really smart, right. talented right. people in right. general. Right. But yes. yeah, right. Kim well, gotta, is just yeah. It. Kim, I'm not feeling it. And Gwen, you know, I don't know. Gwen just does, just doesn't do it for me. Okay, I get no. All right, I got it. Uh, I love you. We've got like a minute left, so I want to give uh, everybody kind of like a chance to kind of shout out. Uh, so where can everybody find you, Craig? They can find me at craigjsnydermusic.com. That's my agent's portal on, on her site, and that's the quickest and easiest way to find me. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at just by my name, Craig J. Snyder, S-N-I-D-E-R. Love me up, connect, share, let's go. And you can find me at my Lindsay McKeon on Instagram and on Facebook at Lindsay McKeon and check out my new Lifetime movie coming out in about two weeks, Psycho Party Planner. Send us links to that. Woohoo! Uh, also, yeah, congrats. Uh, you, can, you can follow me at Mr. Kyle Thomas on Instagram. And if you're looking for reading, it's kylethomasastrology.com. Also, I want to shout out to our partners at Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram, as well as the Left of Straight Network. We absolutely, absolutely love you. Scott Fullerton is a god. And, yeah, so make sure to follow up with us, and we hope that everyone has a wonderful week. And, again, I would like to thank Lindsay as my co-host this week and then Craig as our guest. So thank you yeah, so Lindsay, much. Lindsay, you're awesome, man. You, you guys no, were really good. You guys were really good together. Kai, you got to have her back a lot more, bro. Yeah. You're sweet. Cool. Oh, seriously, you guys got a really nice vibe together, so I enjoyed it. Thank you both for having me. It was really fun to riff with you. So fun. I can't wait to talk more later. Not now. Bye. We will talk more (laughs) later. We will make noises together. Yeah, baby. All right. Love you, Craig. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, too. You kids have a great day. You, too. Bye. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. 